Hello, everybody. Just a very quick one about Instagram. If you're on it, Meta, the parent company, is reducing the number of political posts visible to users on their feed. This is a real thing, not a hoax. So go to your Instagram profile, tap the three horizontal lines in the top right corner to open the settings tab, scroll down to what you see, click on content preferences, open political content, and turn on don't limit political content. That's an option. Otherwise, you won't see almost anything we post because we are deemed political. Please do that now or you won't even see the posts about our shows, our fun things. So if you want to see Guilty Feminist content and know when we're coming to a place near you, releasing a new podcast, do it now. Hello, Guilty Feminist. Now, this is a very special bonus Christmas episode and it's brought to you by Sainsbury's and it is something to savour. I invited some of my favourite Guilty Feminists and yours around for a festive dinner party. I hadn't seen them in ages, so it was lovely to have us all tucking in to the delicious Sainsbury's Christmas range. Yes, they sponsored it. They cooked for us. It is a Christmas stocking of a show, a Christmas cracker of a show. You're going to find out about all of our Guilty Feminist regulars' relationship with Santa Claus, Christmas disasters and Christmas traditions. And some brilliant conversation about all our varied Christmas traditions. We've all come from different religious backgrounds, so we've got a different relationship with Christmas, which I thought was really, really nice. Join us for our Christmas I'm a Feminist Butts, brought to you by Sainsbury's. Um, all right, so this is our Guilty Feminist Christmas party. Thank yes. you Yay. so much for coming. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you for yes. having me. I, I'm a huge fan of Christmas. Are like, you? Me too. I'm a massive. huge Guilty Feminist fan. Well, that goes without saying. goes without saying. Yeah, I mean, and very traditional Christmas because... It's very Danish. And like anyone in the diaspora, you become very conservative. And my husband has lived outside Denmark for 20 years. And so we have these super traditional Danish Christmases right. where Danes in Copenhagen are like, wait, what? We don't do that anymore. And I'm like, oh, I still do that. And they're like, you still do that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I still do that. Because I take home Christmas very seriously. So what it's kind funny of tradition? It's like, yeah, you get like expats that have gone to live in places like Tenerife that are more patriotic. Yeah. Probably. Mm. Yes. In a mixture of good and bad ways. <laughs> but you know, Christmas is only ever good. Yes, so it's very warm yes. and fuzzy. So it's very, and this Christmas, you open the door of our house around Christmas, and you know what you are flooded, what you have to drown in is what? Hygge. Yeah. You drown in Hygge. Oh, I remember that. Yes. I was on the back yeah. Hygge. Hygge. It's yeah. that special, warm feeling, cozy indoor mm. feeling. So. Mm. Love Christmas. I love being here. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I, know. I do feel a zhuzh of Christmas in us being here. First zhuzh of the year. Yes, this mm. is my first Christmas, Christmas celebration yes. of the year. Yes. And it's really lovely because I feel like this year has flown by. And last year we had this really sad half measures yes. Christmas, yes. lockdown-y Christmas. And so it's just really nice because I didn't get to see any of my friends last year and ha- share like a Christmas no. gin. No, yeah, yeah. We, and we had a very small Christmas because my in-laws couldn't come. And they're the yes. other games. Oh, oh my delicious. word. 
carrots. That is Deborah. Jess, would you like to help yourself with some carrots? Yes, incredible. Please. Has anybody had a Christmas cooking disaster? Because oh. one year, oh, yeah. where yeah. we go yes. for Christmas, they put the turkey in the aga, and okay. they put another Did turkey in oh, yeah, an electric yeah. oven. Yeah. That's lovely. I'll let you do and that. And the aga turned itself off, as argas are want to do. Oh, no. Uh, they'd taken the turkey out of the electric oven. It had gone cold. Um, and they just thought, no one's going to notice if we put gravy on it and we put it on a hot plate wow. and stuff. And they just pretended that hadn't happened. And then the next day revealed the aga turned itself off. Oh, there was nearly no turkey. God. I was like, God, they oh, the whole backup God. turkey because that's yeah. quite rare. Can I just say one thing about Christmas food that I love? Yeah. Is uh, the roast potatoes. They always taste different on Christmas. They taste better. Yeah. My mum makes the best roast potatoes. Does she? Does yeah, she? It's, like, it's like cut glass almost. You know, where it's like oh. really hard and sharp oh. on the bottom and then Oh, I know soft what you mean. Fluffy. Real crispy edge. Yes, yeah. and you know what I love is this... Um, this um, Cranberry sauce is malt wine flavor. Oh, I mean, tell me on. now, this nice. is so good. I do, I do love that thing of Christmas. I'm like, oh, I'm it's not just it's something not normal. It's no. like a little bit spiced. Yeah, every time you think there's no more possible variants on a Christmas theme, it they turns out there are. Actually, <laughs> there are. There that are. is yum. Do you like mm, that? Is actually good. good. I don't normally love cranberry sauce, but I really like. I love yeah. cranberry sauce. Anything that tastes sweet. Um, do you have a Christmas disaster? I'm going to leave um, you, Debs, for the great mm, apologies. Mm. My oh, Christmas disaster was uh, one time a relative came round to our house. He was going to a harvester the next day. Oh yeah, we doing the fizz. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's time. Oh my god, these potatoes are incredible. So mm. this man had no cooking plans for the next day or anything yeah. like that. He was go he was going to a restaurant for his Christmas day, day mm. dinner, but he got drunk, and my mum had prepared a Christmas ham uh -oh. for a few days up in the run up to Christmas. Yeah, he right. ate the whole leg of ham. Oh, he ate it all, no. um, and he got so ill from eating all that ham. Mm. He couldn't go to the restaurant the next day, no. so he was just ill in our house. And we had no ham. Oh, I still no, haven't no. forgiven him. I still, <laughs> I still no. resent him. It's been six years. Mm. And I still, what did your wow. parents say? Oh, I mean, like, they had a lot to say after. <laughs> it was very much, uh, he's very much known now as that. As the ham robber of our house. <laughs> and we, we hide food when he comes. We just have to like... Because <laughs> oh he he's just relentless. Okay, we're going for, we're going for you Chris. Can, do you want to pop it against my toes? <laughs> 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 it's it's trying to this pop it against so my chest. Delicious. Which is a bit weird. I'm a feminist, but <laughs> yeah. I, I hear the sound of fizz popping. And I just whack them out. <laughs> yeah. I just whack them out. Well, they are the safest, you know, it's like airbags to stop her. <laughs> Can I just ask about these roast potatoes? Because I am ever seeking. The perfect roast potato? Well, both that and mm. also, as Guilty Bonus listeners know, I'm seeking to be more plant-based. I yeah, cannot, I'm, I'm, a, I'm mm. not plant-based, but I was trying to be more plant-based. So I am, is this right that these roast potatoes are not goose fat? They are... Because they're, they're very coconutty. Yeah. I've never tasted this before. That's no, lovely. Though. They're plant pioneers coconut oil. <laughs> make the perfect roast potatoes. I've never tasted coconut with the potato, but it's really lovely. Mm. 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 
And it's nice to know that no mm. geese were harmed in the making of this no. exceptional roast potato. Oh, winterberry buffed fizz is lovely. Oh, let me I have one. It doesn't taste alcoholic in a I dangerous and way. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, oh. They lead me actually to my I'm a feminist bark that Ooh. I prepared oh, for nice. today. Um, so I've got two, and they're both mm. on this theme, Cindy. Mm -hmm. Uh, one is I'm a feminist, but my favourite Christmas song, I'm ashamed to say, is Santa Baby. Oh, which in karaoke mm. I do enjoy singing in a baby voice. Mm. Um, asking, is that what's unfeminist about it? Well, it's just it's sort a, of like you know, it's, it's a bit on the edge. It's all very sort of breathy, sexy. Please bring me toys, Santa, and it's all a bit sexualized. You know, just strange and and sort of a little corrupt. You know, she's. Yeah. Yeah, because she's okay. she's getting extra presents out of Santa with by, some um, by being sexy to him. Yeah, by being like cozying up. I thought that, and you just go, mm, that is not. It's not the most feminist Christmas song. <laughs> also, the other my other own feminist part is I'm a feminist part. Um, Christmas is definitely my favourite celebration of the year, although it just indisputably stars two men, Santa and Jesus, mm. Mm. and I feel like who did the work. For Christmas, Mary pushing that baby out. Do we yeah. ever see the birth? No, we don't. No, no. What I would like to see. I don't future... know how Christmassy watching that bit would be. Well, <laughs> if I were if I were directing a nativity at a school, yeah, I, that's what I would be like. Look at it. This is what women have to do <laughs> to push babies out, and I would have wow. the full. In a manger, by the way. What, just in Mary a, on all fours going, oh. Yeah. Like, no, no way that's not having like a, a negative cow. impact on cranberry sauce sales. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> I want to see a mooing like one of the cattle. Maybe there were no cattle lowing. Maybe that was Mary because they tell women, yeah. like, moo like a cow, don't they, when you're having a baby. Maybe they just the wise men just heard it and thought, oh, there's cattle in there lowing. No, it's <laughs> Mary giving birth, mate, yeah. because it's hard. And she did all the work and she gets no... She gets no like cred yeah. for that. It's just you just cut to her going, Oh, can I stay in the hotel? No, there's no room in the hotel. Yeah. You should have booked an Airbnb. But, <gasps> well, in you come. And then cut to, <laughs> Oh, there she is with the baby in her arms. No. no, no Giving birth yeah. at a stable is with no proper medical staff. No. Yeah. It's not easy. Well, they've gone, you've managed to get one out there with no physical intervention from another human. Surely you don't need any help coughing it out. That's probably <laughs> what I will say is, is one of the most traumatic parts of the nativity yeah. for me after I had yeah. children was to realize she's just given birth and huh? she's surrounded by men. Yeah. Yeah. Men who my mother was so upset that I had a male. OBGYN. Right. Because mm. she said, why you have someone there who has never done like and will never do? Yeah. Yeah. And she even told him off. She said, but why you took this speciality? Are you pervert? You will never have a baby. I was like, mom, you need to stop talking. <laughs> but she felt, and all in India we feel this, when you've had a baby for 40 days, you like you to be around women. Mm. Right. Because they get it. So mm. frankly, Mary was surrounded by men. And well, there were animals, which is fine. But men, what do they know about having a baby? I know. Oh. If, you, if you look at the gifts that they brought, what was it? Frankincense, gold, and yeah, but those, but they bought yeah. Where was the pain really? Where's the lanolin? Where's the shields? Where's the, yeah. the nappies? Yeah. Well, Dude, wise women would have brought those. They yeah. would But yes. wise men just brought but a load of impractical stuff. how become wise unless we, unless we don't get them in? Well, <laughs> we have childbirth as part of 
Yule Tide Nativity series in school. Mm. That's exactly. all I'm suggesting. Right, That's all I'm suggesting. And also, they bought those gifts to carry favor with Jesus, and it had nothing to do with Mary. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he, those gifts. he was not yet sentient. Um, no. Alison, do you have an I'm a spot? I do. I do. Right there. I love this because I'm eating food. Mm. And I have to wash it down with gin. What a yeah, life. You know? I'm a feminist and I'm having a fourth pig in black. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Let me take a potato and send this over to you. Mm. Um, I'm a feminist, but when I was a kid, I used to pull apart my mum's uh, tampon applicators and pretend they were Christmas crackers. <laughs> Which is not a... <laughs> So it's Christmas all year round for me. Yeah. She did not appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you gonna do what I'm a feminist, but yeah, I've got some. Mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a feminist, but the only year I ever watched the Queen's speech, she had such a beautiful slutty red lipstick on that it gave me a kind of pant party. Whoa! <laughs> That's no. not what I was expecting. I've been saving for a moment of boredom, a moment of calm. No, she looks smoking hot. Oh, wow. What so year you was this? I've never, ever little... fancied her at any other time. And right. I'm not yes, saying I've not got form for that. I used to get quite severely bullied at school for as soon as I admitted that I sometimes fancied Gandalf. Do <laughs> 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 a little bit of kind of geriatric. Morning, but mm-hmm. it's the only time it was so, it was extraordinary and I, I don't know that and that was a confusing moment i'm a feminist I, but yeah i believe you should spend the rest of your life in jail if you are one of those people that goes beyond the designated day in her advent calendar rules are rules bitch stay in the lane. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 100%. oh my so god when i was wow. a nanny the advent calendar wars for those children. That is when you're allowed to hit a child. Did they no. Do that? <laughs> I, 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 and, and that is Ill- factually and legally not true, Jess. Yes, not, not true, true. Jess. Factually and legally factually not, not true. Factually not true. You must not. the opinions of the podcast, the BBC, Sainsbury's. <laughs> Only me. You may hit a child if they've eaten the 14th day on the 13th day. You may not, you may not, you may not, but you may feel driven to because, but you must stop yourself. I didn't care about any of it, but the children would raid each other's advent calendars in the future. So they wouldn't, they were too clever to have tomorrow's. They'd have like the 23rd or whatever. You know, they'd go right up to the wire. They were prepared to ruin the 23rd. Yeah, because what they do is then they just, they'd push it back down. They'd put a bit of tissue paper or something in it. So the child who was being stolen from That's so rude. would not That's see so I think it's so because bad. they'd just be looking for tomorrow's, we right? Accidentally told another sad story. Do you know what this is like? This is like um, <laughs> the the boomer generation uh, stealing from the young and making them pay for their college and everything like that yeah. to pay for their pensions. Advent calendar rules. They're a really simple way once a year to hold on to something that's uh, predictable and sane. Yeah. And that there's a happy ending at the end. Yeah, totally. Mm. A biggest see, Because otherwise I think life is so unpredictable, especially yeah. when you're a kid. In many families, and mine definitely, mm. it was not necessarily sane all the time. And there was none of this business where kids were explained what was going to happen. And no, no, grown-ups were grown-ups and we just yeah. kind of glommed on. <laughs> so when you had a rule on one year for whatever festival, that this was the rule, you held on to it because you were yeah. like, I know where this starts, I know where this ends, mm. I know who I am. It's great. Yeah. And then if you go and mess with that, yeah. 
that oh, I'm, yeah. that's just not on. That's just not on. It was a bonding moment for my girlfriend and I when we both admitted that we were the sorts of people who felt a real fear and hatred of people who'd gone ahead in their advent calendars. That was yeah. that, you know what? And this we were like, I'm very... so glad you said that because if it turned out you were one of those people, that would be us. That still. would be bad. That would be the end of but this. But also, road. you know, it's very low quality. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you, what, what do you It's very low stakes. It's very low quality. Yeah. It's like, what you're going to, you know, what next? <laughs> you're going to sell your kids? What's, what's next for you? <laughs> it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery yeah, slope. If you slope. can't respect this one thing, what are you going to do next? Yeah, come on. Yeah. I don't, you're going to rob a bank. That's the kind of reasoning my father would have when we were children. Oh, it really? was like, yeah, that, you know, going ahead in your advent calendar is going to, uh, is going, and everyone who robs a bank at one point robbed an advent, advent calendar. calendar. Really? And I think I mean, a, it was a weird, it was an oddity that I was like that because my younger siblings, I have lots of half siblings that I got in my teens and they couldn't care less. They ate all the advent calendar. I had my dad's younger kids as toddlers, one Christmas, got up before all the adults and opened everything under no. the tree. No. Later no. that day, my little sister wasn't getting enough attention because everybody was talking. She did a wee-wee in the dog's water bottle. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> How did I come out so rulesy? That's a conversation mm. starter, though. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Even in the toilet That's because you're the firstborn. Yeah, maybe. Firstborns have no, they have no one standing in between them and their parents. So they yeah. think mm. the parents' faces are their world. And they say, what can we do? What can we do to make you smile? Well, that's a great incentive for me to have no more children. <laughs> I'm, I am the second kid, and I tell you what, I let my sister take all the grief while behind her back I did what I wanted. <gasps> I did, oh I did, I did. Gosh. I mean, you know, if you can't, and she always was trying to, she always wanted my parents to see her reasoning. Yeah. I just lied and did what I wanted. I was like, I don't care what reasoning they have. <laughs> for years, she resented me for it, but then I realized afterwards that she was the more honest person. Yeah. Mm. Even though she was much more considered a troublemaker. Mm. I was like the good girl, but I was like, okay. Mm. You can hide. I'm middle, yeah. I'm middle child. Oh, I and I do, while I have my middle child gripes, I will <laughs> admit that first children have to sort of break the barrier of being allowed to go to the school disco yeah. and mm-hmm. be dropped off by a parent's friend or something like that. So they, it's, it's really much true. like the first it. one is like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember watching my little brother as a toddler say to my dad, can I have a knife? Like out of the drawer. And he was getting a knife to go and cut the heads off flowers in the garden. Wow. Like, and he was like, can I have a knife? Dad, but no, of course you can't have a knife. You're fine. And he went, can I have a knife? And Dad said, no. I said, no. He went, can I have a knife? And Dad said no in a tone that even at this point, you I was in my it. 30s, I shook with fear. Yeah. Not, you know, but just this like, oh, he said it like this. Like, no, you know. And then my little brother went, can I have a knife? And eventually my dad went, oh, go on then. Oh! <laughs> 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 Really change that is not. Oh, come on. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what are you doing? Anyway, I have. A, I'm a feminist. But. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm a feminist, mm. but when my husband and I had the same job, mm-hmm. if the Christmas present he gave me wasn't more expensive than <gasps> what I gave him, mm. I always thought I'd married badly. <laughs> wow. Wow. And how did you know what it costs? Because I would never Google how much oh, Tom had spent on me. Know. You depends on the thing. You, you just, just know. Well, it's got to be something that I don't have to worry. It's just obvious that it's more expensive. I know my partner wow. Googles the things. I get her to see how much they were. Wow. No. Wow. I've never done that, but no, I but will you start. You don't have to, I will right? start. Like if you give someone a nice wallet mm. and they give you diamond earrings, you don't mm. have to Google that. No, I, I suppose so. And if the diamond earrings are in the box from the shop, you say fine. 
My husband's never given me diamond earrings, and now I am going to ask why. Well, yeah. well it's a very valid studded wallet, Deborah, and you'll know why. Set <laughs> <laughs> the bar too high. And I mean, uh. I think, I think because we earned the same money, and that was fine. But mm. you know, deep down, we earned the same money then. But we know, as a rule, that's not what happens. You're a man; you have to spend more on me because society is taking more out of me. I well, feel so much less bad about Santa Baby now. <laughs> he, can, he can slip some diamond earrings under the tree for me in the school of Sindhu v feminism. Excuse me, Santa. I believe Mrs. Claus <laughs> makes seventy-nine pence on the pound. Exactly. So, where's yeah. my? And also, you know, full marks to my husband for having understood that without ever ever being discussed. Can I ask what anybody's best or worst Christmas present ever was? Yeah, oh. I got my best present. Um, my boyfriend made me um, made me a set of earrings from my favorite painting, which is. Uh, St. Bernard praying while uh, Mary, Mother of God, lactates into his mouth. So one is like Mary holding out her boob, lactating, and the other one is St. Bernard with an expression that's kind of like, you know, what can we do? Is it one of those strange, archaic, sort of Renaissance paintings where you go, what's going on there? Yes, Renaissance porn. Yeah, it's It's Renaissance porn. strange Renaissance stuff where it's like, oh, why is someone lactating in someone else's face? But it just is how it is. The worst present I've been bought is my grandma... She gives me back my clothes I've left at her house oh, God. as a present in, ma- in a bag, wrapped up in a bag. Wow. And no. once she bought me, um, when I was about nine, she bought me a thong with the words Capricorn across it. <gasps> I think she didn't know it was a thong. What, like a G-string? A G-string. It's pants. I know. When you were how old? String pants. Nine years old. Nine oh, my God. And the worst bit is, a I'm a Gemini. So. <laughs> 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 I think my best, well, my best is Tom does brilliant presents. That what he does is he will remember if I tell him, like, oh, I read this book as a child, but you can't get it anymore. Or, you know, I used to watch this TV show, but I don't know the name of it, but it had a, you know, it, it had a talking horse in it or something like that. He will then spend years looking on eBay for that thing. Oh. When he finds it, he will buy it, and that year it will be in my Christmas stocking. Wow. So it will be like an out-of-print book or the, the film that made me cry at, in year seven on the last day of school oh. when they did it, one of those film days, but all the other children were just talking and laughing and not watching the film, and I'm sitting there on my own crying, oh. a captain's courageous, you know, as a, the only child watching it and sobbing my heart out, and I've never seen it since. And he'll put that in my stocking. And I think those things are really romantic. Very lovely. Because um, you, you know, yeah, that thing may have cost 10 quid off eBay, but it was the hours that you had to put in and the the things you had to put on to find it. Um, And my worst is, oh, my grandmother Mm. was not a great gift buyer. (laughs) Yeah. Nella's coming out of this. Nella glory. This is a real kind of, you know, maybe the, the, one of the spurs for my feminism. She used to give my sister and me, when we were small children, <laughs> things for our hope chest, which was when you get married, you're going to need a lovely set of crockery and, so you know, dowry. Wow. a dowry. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to need. And so I was four and I would get like a milk jug. But sometimes she would do a thing where she's, but you're a child, so I'll get you a milk jug in the shape of Cinderella or something like that. But I'm like, I don't want a milk jug now. 
And I'm not going to watch yeah. a Cinderella one when I'm grown up. Yeah. So this is for nobody. And I remember once, I hated it. one of the things she got me so much. It was so ugly. But when I was cleaning up my, um, my cupboard and I had to kind of, you know, my mum had made me clean my room, I accidentally on purpose let it fall. And oh. I went, oh, dear, it's broken. Because it was so, she used to buy me this stuff that I'm just like, I'm seven, dude. Yeah. Like, why do I want a cheese grater like this is just (laughs) one day you will and you'll then you'll have a complete set to marry your man with and I was like I have no intention of doing this thing that you think I'm going to do and I'm married a man that cooks for me so I was I was right (laughs) thank you grandma oh these bowls these bowls are wide I love it ramekins I'm quite excited because yeah what's the say on the I I don't normally love Christmas pudding. Oh, so man. I'm hoping I love this one. But if I don't, there's panettone, which I do love. There's mm. a, like um, a Prosecco and orange panettone, which sounds amazing. And yeah. there's a cookie pie. Which I've already had one. They are unbelievably about. excited. Well, I think a lot of people um, think never mess with them in a pie, and they're wrong yeah, on this front. Wrong, yeah, because oh they're really amazing. Who likes Christmas pudding? Because I'm, I'm like, I have it once a year because that's the thing to have. Yeah. But I am not, I'm much more rather have a panettone or a mince pie or trifle. I'm, are we, will we do our top three of the, the main Christmas uh, sweet things, which is Ooh. mince pie, uh, Christmas cake and Christmas pudding? Yeah. Christmas cake for me, a very, very low shag, 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 Mary, kill. yeah. Shag, Mary, kill. Christmas sweet stuff. I would kill Christmas cake. I, I dislike Christmas cake. Do you, oh. Are you a big Christmas cake person? I'm not. Oh, I mean, this is no use to anyone. I'm not sure how interested I am in any puddings. But oh, a yeah. mince pie, I would happily marry or make love to. Nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would, yeah. shank, <laughs> you would shank a mince pie and then marry it? Yeah, or... I'd spend the rest of my life with a mince pie. <laughs> you should make an honest pie of it first and then I'll shank it. Given you know it, you're going then to. I'll yeah. Shank it, yeah. yeah, and you'll then, make it work. then you're going to kill all other Christmas desserts. And all other desserts for all oh, the Oh, no, seasons. come Whoa. on. Whoa. Oh, they're the all desserts. The more there are left for everybody else. <laughs> you, you do the Hoovering podcast. How can you kill all desserts? Um, so, yeah. I I would shag. <laughs> I would shag a... Look. Here's the thing. For sex to be fun for me, it's got to be complicated. Okay. okay. Oh, wow. Good to know. Wow. So I to hear would it. shag a mince pie that had had warm brandy butter poured all oh, over yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Okay. You got me there. That's the shagging. I'm interested. Really Wonderful. Nice. Marrying? Yeah, yeah. What are you looking for in a marriage now? With I her? would marry a proper Strong Christmas pudding yeah. stuffed with pound coins. Wow, yeah. <laughs> That's on brand, I have to say, for you, Santa. Because, you know, marriage was created as an institution for financial stability of men. Yeah. And I think it was great for it to be financial stability for women. So you yeah. give me a Christmas pudding, stuff, stuff for a pound coins. I will marry that. Yeah. I will marry that. And kill? Oh, trifle. Are you joking? Oh, I agree. Oh, okay, 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 okay. No, well, we are not going to be... If we go out on the town, on the pool... Yeah. For Christmas, Christmas puddings. Christmas puddings. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we're not going to fight... I'm not going to fight you for your no. guy. Yeah. 
because slash girl, <laughs> um, I, I'm not going to fight you for your lover because I would shag, in the words of Fleabag, uh, a slutty little trifle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Would you? Um, yeah. That's the sex fest. It's kind of, you know, it's it's the jelly, it's the cream, it's, it's moist. the cake, it's moist. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I know many people don't like that word. Although they don't see too much. But it describes it's a perfect. good word, moist. Yeah. Is not what everyone they, needs. It describes trifle, it describes good they, sex. They have, it describes how they, have, they have phobia about it. People have a phobia. I don't. Of the word moist. People have you've said it again, <laughs> and some people are turning off. They're like stops. Yeah, they don't like it. You've got the phobia, haven't you? Dried out people are, I feel for them. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the sound of the word they don't like. I don't know. Did you have Santa when you were oh, growing up? Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, no, we had, so in India, the Christmas we had, we had Christmas cake. It's very English, yeah. Christmas cake, and it had all these dried fruits in them, yeah. like jelly fruits, and you had custard. Mm. And we had Santa, and we had the Santa tree, and India is very Catholic. I mean, you know, 22 million Indians are Christian. There's a lot of Christianity, so it's very Santa. The reason I'm asking, Sindhu, is, and this is, if you are listening to this with anyone who has a special relationship with Santa, you might put your headphones in Mm. or turn this off. Yeah. When did you find out that Santa was a lovely, lovely idea, but perhaps, and again, in case someone hasn't turned this off, not as... Real as got a good you've been led story. to believe. I got a good one. Please tell us. I was very skeptical, and this ages me, but I was of an age where everyone was still writing checks as a way of payment and <laughs> witnessed adults proving things in that way. So I, deeply skeptical, but still holding out hope, put a notice on my bedroom door on Christmas Eve saying, Dear Father Christmas, if you exist, prove it by signing here, and I put signed, and I did a dotted line. The sad news is, by the time my dad came to put my stocking at the end of my bed, he was so (laughs) shit-faced. I'll give you an alternative. He was so bladdered that he just saw the sign here, dot, 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 and it, bless him, went along with it and signed it with his actual signature. (laughs) Very clear, Keith Colin Foster (laughs) King. Keith Colin Foster Q. Amazing. Dreams shattered. Um, I should totally believe in Santa. Yeah. And I didn't like seeing my presents. My brother would always sort of break in and, you know, sort of trying to find his presents. But I was like, oh, look away, look away. And Hmm. my mother used to keep the school labels to put on our books Mm -hmm. um, with our name and things up on a certain shelf. So I went up to get one of those and I saw something that could have been a present box, looked like a toy. So I looked away because I didn't want to see it. I didn't want my surprise spoiled. Yeah. Um, what an adorable child you're all thinking. Yes. A halo fully attached. <laughs> anyway, I, we used to have um, a pillowcase instead of a stocking. And in this Christmas stocking was that toy. Oh. And I asked myself, why would Father Christmas be hiding my presence in my mother's cupboard? Yeah. And the scales fell from my eyes oh. that morning. Oh. But I don't remember being upset about it more like okay got it but yeah. my mother made it clear as we got older that santa didn't come to people who didn't believe in him so the oh, so the oh, illusion that's no, no, a clever the, the illusion swiss, was kept yes, you know but, yeah. but because she would say to all of us because my brother was four years younger than me and i was four years younger than my sister so 
she would say to all of us, well, Santa doesn't come to anyone who doesn't believe in him. So everyone kept the illusion up for the little one. Wow. And I, I mean, he came for a very long time for that reason. Yeah. Um, until we joined a religion that outlawed Christmas and then that sort of... That was not so Do you think that was half of the reason why your mum joined that religion? We did have one official last Christmas and we hid the Christmas tree <laughs> in my brother's bedroom <laughs> so oh, the people really? from that religion wouldn't see when they Whoa. came round. No. Um, and we had a secret underground Christmas. Draw Secret Centre. Draw yeah. Secret Centre. Secret, yeah. secret, secret Centre. Christmas, yeah. which we hid Gosh. from those who were converting us to the no Christmas tree. That was the final. I was embarrassing the wow. old when I found out that Santa didn't exist. Oh, I love it. Um, I love these stories when people are like 22. Yeah, it was like, well, uh, so maybe when I was about seven, someone in school told me that Santa might not exist. And I asked my mum about this and she was like, oh, this is, no, no, he absolutely does exist. And then Santa wrote me a letter that Christmas to say, Alison, I've been hearing that you've been oh having, my Lord. Uh, wow. you know, doubts about me. And just to say that I am absolutely real, signed Santa. And I'm like, signed. Signed Keith. Signed Keith. Dorset, England. So, <laughs> I love Mr. Keith. I absolutely believed in Santa then for so many years after. I was, mm. I think, 12 going on 13. Mm-hmm. And I was going into secondary school um, that year and I, I came downstairs Christmas Eve and it was about like 10 o'clock at night and I saw my dad put presents under the tree. Oh my and God. I was like, oh, oh so no. like Santa doesn't exist. He goes, yeah, yeah, now help me. And I had to help him then set up <gasps> oh. my sister's uh, toys. Oh, and so like you, you became Santa the, the minute you found out about Exactly. And that's nice in a way. It's very nice yeah. for Santa not. But it's very weird to know that, like, you know, I was mm. menstruating and still believing in Santa. <laughs> like, that's a very that's small Venn diagram. Most, very small you know? <laughs> Have you tried this brandy cream? This is The brandy genuine. cream is genuine. Um, Can I just drink the brandy cream? I was going to say, did it, how much I is told there you what the complicated this brand- sex, I told you. Mm. With yeah, this, this, with is, this, compl- this cream is good complicated this, sex is putting. What is this? What is this? I am, it's the best Christmas pudding I've had, and I, that's mm-hmm. so insulting to... I the mean, Christmas puddings I've had that have been like very, soaked for eight years by, by Uncle Mike. Yes. <laughs> um, it's winterberry clementine mm. gin Christmas pudding, and I might, I mm. might transfer my, I might transfer my marriage. Yeah, no, yeah. Christmas it's pudding. Mm-hmm. It's so well, good. listen, I have to say, I think your dad pulled off that bandaid well. Yes. Mm. Wow. Hi. Yeah. Hello. Little bit of fruity um, bread beside me. So, when did you realize that? Mm. And I want to preface this by I have talked about this on a show. Mm-hmm. So it's true. And um, that show is now out. <laughs> so you don't so. make it sound like that everything we say on a show is true. No, but I have to say, <laughs> oh, okay. I have to say, oh my God, you know, she just yeah, said yeah. this on a show. Yeah, but it's a fact. We grew up with Santa. Mm. But you have to remember, I grew up in India with Santa. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can I just explain, even as a child, okay, Indian Santa, first of all, <laughs> Indian Santa is never white, okay? Because right, yeah, yeah. Yellow, But he knows he should be because of books and all. So oh, all Indian no. Santas used to go out, put powder on their face. And no. Work, and it was quite warm. So you would see this sweat <laughs> and powder running down their oh face. Oh, my God. And it would run Santa. into their eyes. And they would be on the street corner going, happy, because one second, they'd be spitting powder out of their mouth and oh. saying, happy Christmas. So even as a kid, you were like, that's weird. Mm, that's brilliant. Secondly, I want to say, you know how India, you know how 
center rather is supposed to be fat and jolly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in India, if you were eating enough to be fat and jolly, you didn't take the center job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Thirdly, see, in India, English is a language spoken mainly by elites. And Santa, yeah. let's be honest, was never an elite. Mm-hmm. So he thought, oh, you know, ho, 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 ballpark. I've had Santa come to me and say, ha, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. So by the time I was not that old, I was like, Santa can't be real because this guy is like, you know, in, wow. in, in the summer, he's fixing cars. This is not Santa. So mm. I had no illusions about Santa, let me be very clear. Mm. But, you know, and when my husband first went for his first December to India, he oh, said to me, so this is not Santa. And I said, but it's our Santa. And he's like, how does any child here believe in Santa? I'm like, we don't. We just think it's a thing. Wow. It's one of those it's things. It's a punk thing. It's like, yeah. okay, Hinduism is full of mythology. Mm. You think, Chalo, you know, you have a God who's... Faces that elephant, you have a god whose face is monkey, then tell her you have this center. Very good. Mm, yeah. Yes. Whatever. Just bring the presents. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how uh, I don't know, but I never believe it. I'm going anymore. in for a cookie dough mince pie. You've already I, tried it. I have tried a cookie dough mince pie because I've tried one before and oh. I'm, I'm back for more. Oh, oh it's what? so good. So that's the center. Mm. Incredible. This I, is flipping delish, that bread. I want one of these on my own, but I just want a day mm. where all I eat yeah. is this panettone and this brandy yeah. butter. Mm. Mm. This could be an alternative new Christmas Day breakfast because Christmas Day all bets are off, right? And this yeah. is just like the, you wake up, it's straight to booze and bread and brandy cream. Mm. I think and that's custard. A, mm. yeah. custard. Yeah. My mother used to make start. custard when we were little, and I remember she was a big cook and she used to make custard. And oh, it was just mm. warm custard. It's just. It's, it's really medicinal, isn't it? So yeah. What's your, what do you have with your family on, for breakfast on Christmas Day? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, that's a good one. We do smoked salmon and scrambled eggs, and I do Ooh, the eggs. that sounds And we beautiful. have it with fizz or Buck's fizz. Mm. Mm. We have smoked salmon soup for lunch. Ah, whoa. For lunch? Mm. Oh, you have your soup. Christmas dinner for dinner, do you? Mm. Then this. in the evening, we all get dressed up. Yeah. In, a, in posh frocks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we have, Elizabeth always makes Elasticated really frocks, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I nannied for her children. Okay, that's okay, fine. My family didn't celebrate Christmas. I was the nanny, mm. so I was able to work on Christmas and be part of their Christmas tradition. So I have been subsumed into that family who were really lovely. lovely. For Christmas mm. ever so since. Ever it's since. a really yeah. lovely thing. Have you ever seen Brideshead Revisited where Nanny yeah. Hawkins lives in the attic? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, I'm somewhat, I, I, that's how I imagine my place uh, mm. in that family. Um, yeah. In no other way are they like Brideshead Revisited. They're a really, really Gorgeous. lovely family who always extend you know, Christmas invitations yeah. to other people. Mm. What my friend Joanna calls a waifs and gays Christmas. Mm. Um, where if anybody's around who's, you know, from abroad or yeah. whatever reason, not close to their family or near their family, the family doesn't celebrate Christmas, they're very, very generous and hospitable. I really like the traditional way that they do Christmas. Yeah. I love the Christmas crackers. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. 
I love the charades, yeah. you know, game, traditional Christmas games. Mm. Do you I, play the traditional games, do you? I want to know as much about the games as I do, but I still also want to know what the other breakfast yeah. <laughs> we, we always play games. There's usually one round over a game at some point during the Christmas okay, period fair. where somebody storms out over a particularly uh, a violent Scrabble rule or something yes, like that. Okay. It's like, no, you know. Um, if you're going to be like that about it, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, a bit of that. Um, Don't laugh at me. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. usually one, it, not always a full row, but there's a tension over a game at some point. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not implicated in that tension at sure. times. Yeah. Sometimes it gets a bit competitive. But games are for winning. What's the big deal? Yeah. I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. Remind me never to play anything for cash with you. Games are for winning. Games are for winning. That's, that's, you don't sit down to play Monopoly to lose. The unofficial motto of Christmas. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, it's nice to everyone be together, but games are for winning. It's been lovely to have everybody here yes. at the Guilty Feminists for Christmas. Thank and you very much. I say yeah. this as I continue to dip panettone yeah. into brandy cream. Oh, oh, incredible. You know, I mean, I'm at never this point, stop. I'm going to dip myself into this brandy cream. Yeah, 100%. This <laughs> yeah. has been really Thank lush. Thanks this has been great. Us. And I love to hear the fact that Christmas... Everyone is so different, but the mm. Christmas feeling mm. is the same on this table. Mm. Yeah, it's it is. Lovely. I, I, I definitely have too much of a Christmas feeling. I need to get breathalyzed. <laughs> you get breathalyzed. Yeah. I need some bigger trousers. Yeah. Oh, I know one thing I wanted to ask you that I didn't get to ask you. Yeah. Ask us. Who did you play in the nativity? Did you have a nativity at school? Yeah. Oh. Sunday school. I really wanted to play Mary in the you, school nativity. Did you not play. do a show about, All about that? Yeah. Wanting to play Mary. I I got the part. So Mary for me is a, a great character in the nativity because she's the only female speaking role. <laughs> a lot like uh, Hermione Granger and Harry Potter. You know, it's a yeah. meaty role to have as yeah. a woman. And uh, my mum, uh, every year to, I would try an audition and my mum had like, I would call it 90s lingerie. It was like one of these kind of like oh, no. <laughs> silky blue number, like a little oh. short, had sleeves on it. So it was very Irish what? lingerie. Yeah, it's very, you know. <laughs> Keeping it traditional. Um, but I went in one day wearing her, her like silky robe to play Mary. And um, I got the role. But then I was, uh, I was uh, doing a rehearsal and I had my hands in my pockets. And uh, the teacher, the director said that I didn't look like I wanted it enough. I took the parrot off me. What? And gave it to my friend. Somebody bring equity. I know, absolutely, absolutely. Unbelievable. Oh I know. That's a terrible not thing to do to a, a child. Really yes. yeah. My friend had played Mary the year before. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I dropped and Jesus on her. And she got given it again. She got given she, it again. What did she do to she Jesus? She dropped Jesus on his head and she oh, got given no. a second chance at Mary. Oh, no. Oh, you know? Oh, this you know, and I think, listen, about this nativity play thing, like I was, I, in my school, all the really white kids did nativity the rest of the kids, whatever. Mm. It wasn't a big deal. I didn't care. There wasn't a lot of talking. You know, everyone was just dressed in weird clothes and showed yeah. up and stared into this box that was the main show. And all that. It was not, I didn't care. But the thing is, when my kids were in school, I remember, and I have this video and I should find it and show it to you guys. Mm. My son's first nativity play, yeah? Yeah. He was one of the people that are just there in like torn clothes. And, you know, he just came in with everyone else. My mom had attended this. Oh. And so I'm taking oh. the video and my mom is in my ear and she says to me in Hindi, Iska role kya hai? Iska role kya hai? What's his role? 
And I said, oh, I think he's one of the slaves or something. And she, you know, like she was oh, like dressed no. in rags. Oh, no. She says into the video, does principal know whose son he is making the slave? Is he a servant? My grandson is no servant in the video. Oh, yeah. Oh, so the video is going like this when you watch it. Oh, My mom is like, wow. take me to the principal. Does he know whose grandson he's oh. making a servant? I'm not saying he made a child Jesus. I'm not saying make my child Jesus. No, no. But at least make him one of the kings. I will give own gold. I will give my own gold. The whole thing. And I'm like, wow. you need to be quiet. And then when my dad, when my husband that evening was like, did you take a video? Can I watch it? I'm like, be my guest. Be my guest. Wow. It's one of the best videos anyone's ever made. Yeah. I, I, there was a survey though, a few years ago that said that Children that played Mary had better lives. Isn't that? So I, I'll find I it. it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how big that survey is, no. but you know. <laughs> um, but that's probably to do with other factors, like their mother, you know, was donating to the school. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. there's probably other social factors. Listen, mm. it's been absolutely amazing yes. having you at our guilty feminist Christmas. I have really enjoyed the company i've enjoyed the food i cannot lie i have enjoyed the cranberry blush gin liqueur yeah me too, yes, <laughs> me too. <laughs> cheers cheers cheers, cheers. cheers. merry christmas god bless us everyone <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it Well, that's a wrap on the Guilty Feminist Christmas Party, all puns intended, with Sainsbury's and their incredible Christmas range. I'll be honest and say I've not stopped thinking about those Taste the Difference cookie cup pies or eating them. Maybe that's why I keep thinking about them. They're right here. Jessica is right. They are worth marrying. I hope you enjoyed being with us back together again. You can create your own Christmas to savour by heading over to Sainsbury's store or online. They are our lovely sponsors. Yum, yum. And happy holidays, everybody.